another quick rant. I know I've been talking about quick rants, and sometimes they go a little bit longer than what I want. However, uh, this is a very pertinent subject, and the reason being is that a new year's coming up, and what do they say? 17 days into the new year, you have only about 50% keeping to the gym membership. So the gyms have historically been keeping records that, like, what is the time frame that you need to have someone going to the gym after they sign up? Like, what is, what is the, the metric for someone to continue going? And what they've said is that if you go 17 days in a row, you're more likely to pick that habit up. And this isn't anything else but going to the gym. Because going to the gym is one of the hardest things for people to do. Eating healthy, eh, maybe a little bit, but you have to get into a car, go to the gym, work out, sweat, get on the treadmill, go to a class, whatever the case is. So I'm putting together 2023, and my coach was talking about, listen, we got to track your numbers. And my numbers for me in real estate is how many people do you talk to? How many follow-ups do you have? How many past clients do you talk to per day? And then you have to register that because the conversations that you have equal how many appointments, equal how many listings, equal how many sales, how many close. And there's a ratio for all of them. Right now, I haven't been tracking my numbers at all in... 13 years coming up on 14 years in real estate. That's kind of embarrassing, honestly, to say out loud. I actually have it. I have a, a, a book of notes that I took during every single call. And one of the biggest things is that what I want to implement in January for my personal YouTube channel, which is this, and for my business YouTube channel, which is BPI, is essentially have that month, which is the state of BPI, which is my business, and then the state of me. In other words, the state of the unit, kind of a ripoff of what the president does every year. And essentially say, this is what we wanted, this is what we accomplished, and this is where we're going. And I think having that kind of accountability publicly is really going to help me out. But the number one thing my coach said is that you have these numbers, and it's actually less scary, ironically enough, is that most people say, go to the gym. I started this off that it's 17 days. And if you make it past the 17 days, you're probably going to continue going to the gym and everything else. The number one thing is if people knew that, they would probably hit the 17 days. But because people don't know that, they don't know. So they just go. And as Simon Sinek has talked about, he, he goes, people just go and they don't know when they're going to get into shape. They don't see any results after going for 17 days. But Simon Sinek said something very interesting. He said, I don't know when you're going to get into shape, but if you continuously go to the gym and you prioritize what you eat and drink, you will get into shape. I don't know if it's after 60 days, 90 days, one year. I have no idea. But the main thing here is consistency, but it's all evolved around numbers. So at the end of my call with my coach just now, he said something very interesting, and I had to follow up his statement with a question as well. So I have my numbers and they are, this year I had a disgustingly low year. Okay. That's as honest as it gets. I had a disgustingly low year in business. A lot of blame can go outside, but if you are not a victim and you don't have an external locus of control, which means that things happen to me, you say things happen for me. So the things happen for me is like, okay, well, I had a pretty crappy year. What is the base I need to build in 2023 to then have a unbelievable 24, 2024, and then to get out of production? I've been thinking of getting out of production for years. 
years working six days a week, seven days a week, showing on weekends, showing late at night, it just gets exhausting. I know that the wife that I don't have and the kids I don't have are not going to be on board with that. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Like, I'm working six days a week. The wife is like, okay, what are we doing here? So I have to be in a position in the future. So it starts now. He said something very interesting. He said, what is the level of your buy-in? What is the level of your buy-in? You know the conversations you need to have. You know who you need to talk to every single day. He goes, what's harder, getting on the treadmill this morning for your triathlon prep next year or making three past client calls, three follow-up calls, and three new calls to a database? And he goes, past clients is around 250. You have about sphere of influence of about 500 people. And then your database is about six to 7,000 people. Okay. It doesn't matter about the actual numbers, but when you break it down and you say, well, each person needs to be talked to at least four. What he was saying is the numbers make it less scary. So now that we have the numbers, Charles, what is your level of buy-in? This is literally one minute left in the, in our call. And I said, well, I'm bought in, but it wasn't really convincing how I answered it. So I had a follow-up question to him. I said, what do you mean a level of buy-in? He said, do you trust me? I'm like, all right, this is getting personal. <laughs> like, where are we going with this? And, and it, was, it was honest. Essentially, buy-in means that you are leveraging out a form of accountability. And that accountability could be to social media. There's a lot of people that they leverage out, if they're in the fitness community, they leverage it out and they say, listen, I have to maintain a certain figure or at least health because otherwise, if I'm, if I'm espouging, I don't know if that's the right word, if I'm actually saying to do this, but I'm not doing it, I'm a fraud. There's a lot of frauds out there. Let's be honest. There's a lot of, a lot of people who, they're two-faced and you, you can spot them real quick. You know, it's the person that says, hey, listen, uh, before I bring you on as a financial advisor, uh, let, let's look at your bank account first. Before you analyze my bank account, what's going on with yours? Okay. Or the insurance person that says, let's see what you got going on. Do you have life insurance? What kind of life insurance do you have? What kind of, what kind of car and, and home and every, what, what kind of insurance do you have? It's the same thing in, in, as my coach was saying, is that you have to leverage out some accountability, which makes you vulnerable to failing. What do people not want to do, especially with social media? They don't want to look bad. They don't want to fail. They don't want to, they don't want to be shamed or embarrassed or, or put a bunch of stuff out there that it could go wrong. I started a company and it failed. The people that hate on failures are the biggest frauds that I ever know because they never even started. So when people come at me, I'm like, what have you done? If my coach comes at me, I'm like, okay, this guy ran a 4,000 person office. I think he's got, you know, he's got people that are doing over a thousand deals, $10 million in, in, in net income, gross commission, I should say gross. And, and that's why $10 million a year, like who doesn't want to go there? So the guy's clearly qualified. My buy-in right now, to be honest, I ended it and I was like, it's probably like 60%. Like I'm not fully bought in. And the reason being is right in the beginning of the conversation, he said, like, what's your why? <laughs> like, why are you doing this? Why, why are you hiring me? Why are you paying me? Why, why do you want to improve in 2023? I'm like, listen, I had a terrible 2022. Okay, my 2022 was embarrassing, to be honest. It, it's something after 
13 years of being in real estate. I started in 2009. So coming up on 14 years of being in real estate and I'm doing these numbers, like I, it's, it's not even enough to sustain me. And you want, Charles, Charles, you want to sustain uh, a wife and kids and a family and a house and triathlon and a business and other people. So my buy-in is over the tipping point, but it's not at the extreme level. And I don't know how to get there, but the level in which you're bought into, the level in which you're committed to, I would say is you have to, you have, to have self-awareness. Because a lot of people say, I'm gonna to go to the gym today. I know I didn't go today, but I'm gonna go tomorrow. I'm gonna to go tomorrow. Uh, I'm gonna to make my phone calls tomorrow. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask her out tomorrow, or I'm gonna say I love you tomorrow, or I'm gonna quit my job next week. And that comes and it goes. It arrives and then it passes by. So really, the question is, am I really committed to this? Okay? And and the one word that he used, which I understand the actual meaning to, a lot of people say it and they kind of just flutter it by like everything else, just degeneracy in the words and what they say. And words create. And if you're creating the wrong reality, that's you're speaking inaccuracies. Integrity. Integrity is thoughts, words, and actions. All aligned. Thoughts, words, and actions. The people who are most in integrity, and this has nothing to do with status or money or what you could have a guy at the corner store who's more has more integrity than someone you see and look up to on social media or in the public arena integrity has nothing to do with any status or any money and that's why you know personally what i like about my homeland of ireland is that a lot of it is a handshake we don't need a contract so i really came from that world except if you really go to your self-awareness if your integrity, you have a lot of thoughts or dreams, I want to be in shape, I want a wife, I want kids, I want a business, I want more money, I want to be liked, I want more. But the actions, and you're saying this, by the way, I want to be in shape. So you have the thought, then you have the, the word, so you're actually speaking it into existence, but then it's cut off because you're not actually doing the action. So you're out of integrity, which means that you're not bought in. This whole thing is all aligned. You know, as I was thinking, I'll leave it on this, is there, there's something called the flower of life. And the flower of life is essentially what reality is based on. And this is from probably hundreds, I was going to say thousands, I don't know if it's thousands, but hundreds of ancient texts. And they all talked about the exact same thing. It's, it, just Google what it looks like. It's the, same, it's the same when it comes to DNA strands as opposed to pretty much the basis of life is something called the flower of life. And in the flower of life is that every circle or half circle or line is essentially attached to another area. And I really thought about that and I said, that's what life is. Because if you don't have the energy because you're not taking care of your body, you're not bought in there, but that's also going to overlap into your work and business. And if you're out of integrity or not bought into being healthy, if you're not bought into actually making money, and then you go out into the real world of relationships and kids, business, what's your personality, what's your brand, nothing is going to be aligned because everything is out of integrity. It all, it's all together. It's all together, okay? That's something for me to think about this week. How bought in am I? And the reason being is that 
if I'm bought into an area like triathlon training, okay, that buy-in actually also helps the night before to make sure that I'm not going out, I'm not drinking, I'm not eating like crap, I'm not having, I don't really have any coffee past, I don't have any coffee past eight. So that, that's fine, but like I'm not on my cell phone. So in other words, if I'm bought in, what's my level of buy-in throughout? If I'm bought into triathlon training, say my health, that's also gonna make sure I eat correctly. And then that's gonna make sure that I actually make my phone calls because I'm gonna have energy for it. And then later in the day, if I you know, see a girl that I'm seeing, then I'm gonna have energy for her. And I'm also gonna be at higher confidence because I took care of my work and I took care of my triathlon training. Triathlon training, to work, to play. But the play for me is gonna be very narrow right now because of where I wanna go. I don't know if any of this made sense, but it all loops in. Your level of buy-in, one area, will bleed into other areas. If you, here's another way. If you have low standards, your standards for your body, Tony Robbins has talked about this. He goes, I know your level of buy-in, I know your level of standards for your body just by looking at you just by looking at you. I know this guy, and he, he was doing it in front of 6,000 people in 2020 when I was at his UPW. He's like, this guy, he's jacked, his muscles are coming out of his shirt, he feels good, he's showing it off. He didn't go to anyone else because there were some people that were a little, you know, a little overweight, but it's true. What's your level of standard? What's your level of standard for how to, how to treat yourself? What's your level of standard? You know, I, I was actually thinking about this this morning, and I know I'm going on a, a crazy monologue right now. But I was thinking about it this morning is that someone talks about how they were, it was in a podcast. They're like, I don't actually get disrespected. And the reason being is that they walk into an arena like a phone call, like a business deal, like, uh, you know, a dinner. It could be anywhere. And he walks in with the presence and the standard that I'm respected. You know how when people are like, oh, they lit up the room, or they demanded respect. They entered the, the conference room, and they just exuded. It's the exact same thing. They, 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 they have a higher level of how they are going to be treated. And honestly, that's, that comes around to how you treat your body health-wise. It's a rental. We're not taking it to the next life or anywhere else. <laughs> like... Uh, I, I saw a video many years ago. It's like, well, you know, if, if you hear the engine and you hear it's creaking and you don't fix it, that's going to then potentially slow you down. If it slows you down, then maybe you get a flat tire. And if you don't change the flat tire and then you're fueling it with diesel when it actually needs unleaded, regular, that's what people are doing. They're treating their body like a rental car that they're, that they're just going to give back and then they get a brand new rental car. No. That's not how it is. You have a rental car, you gotta take care of that rental car because by the way, it's now purchased. You now own that rental car, that's your body. And then you look at your bank account. If you think that making less money is the future, you're sadly mistaken. Everything is going to become the people who rise to the highest vibration, the highest, you know, for me, I was thinking about, because my coach said, what, what's, your, what's your business brand? And I said, my business brand is to reimagine the experience of real estate. And I'm still working on that. I do like it. But he said, okay, what's your personal brand? I said, to bring people to the highest version of themselves. 
you could be my mom in her seven, late 70s and she's at a totally different point of her life, but becoming the best version of herself is way different than the best version of me. She has kids, she has grandkids. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it, it, it has nothing to do with status, has nothing to do with money. It is becoming the best version of yourself, whatever the circumstances are. This, this channel's all about no victims. <laughs> like, what, what, what are you gonna complain about? Like, there's, you, you're just gonna find other complainers. I'm not saying bad things don't happen. You know, I just heard, out, heard news from someone in my family about some bad news, very bad news. And I don't, I don't know how to handle it because it's never happened. So it's one of those things that you gotta say, okay, this is the reality. This is what we're going through. Let, what do we do? What's my level of buy-in to find a solution? Okay, I'm out of shape or I'm in debt. Next year, I'm gonna go into when, when 2023 is done and I'm at a totally different range. I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna be very honest, very honest. Once this whole wave of 2022 and 2021 and 2020 for me is gone and done and buried and I'm a different person, I'm gonna come out with the actual reality of what I'm facing right now. It will be very interesting, the honesty that I'll get into. However, the, I'm, I'm digging the grave, I'm throwing that body in there and I'm, and I'm covering it up because it's gonna be a new emergent 2023 and it's, it's, many, it's the 16th, okay? It's many weeks away, but it doesn't start on January 1st. It starts by what is my integrity towards my body? What is my integrity towards my mind? What is my buy-in? What is my standards? And you gotta be self-aware. I'll leave it at this. Three things. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? And what am I doing? That's how you get to self-awareness. Have an amazing